Can you hear Alfie barking? Um, yeah, a little bit. Okay. But I don't think it's that bad. Okay. Unless he does it the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty relentless. So if he's still doing it in 10 minutes, I can try to... I'll fuck him okay. up a little bit. Don't worry, I don't have <laughs> <do> socks. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, like Susie's... It's my kids. Su- I beat them. Susie. Okay, what? Sorry. Susie does not beat dogs and kids in her van that she drives. No, because I don't drive a van anymore. Hi, you're listening to Strumpet Radio Hour, the podcast for strumpets, trollops, and tarts worldwide. I'm Susie. I'm Bean. And uh, stay tuned for for cyber sex cyber sex also uh for more cyber sex follow us on instagram at strumpet radio and tweet us at strumpet radio and we'll talk about your tweets on the cast thank you thank you and stay tuned should update the list do you wait do you want to update yes that's why i I wanted to cathartically air all my grievances publicly um because i like i like that i don't know you seem like you're doing better today i am i think so yeah i mean i still uh i still get these like well okay you know what i'm just gonna start giving the context let's go let's go i'm gonna get a piece of chocolate you just keep yes i'll just keep babbling all right listeners so in the last episode i was detailing sort of a surprise breakup and how sad i was and how it was over a five minute facetime call um just like a bunch of weird bullshit and i was talking about how much i i miss this person and that um i it was just really unexpected and out of character for him to just like abruptly break up with me so Mm -hmm. i had sent a follow-up text you know because it was a five minute break up over facetime and i was just like okay here's some questions and you know i'd like some closure and he had not he did not respond to me and so finally after five days and some deliberation with my therapist uh i decided that i deserve closure so i sent him like a nice text it was just like hey i you don't need to answer my questions but like i would just like some closure about what's going on or what i said something Mm -hmm. made sense it was yeah it was uh mature and good Thank you, baby. That's my input. Yep. <laughs> so then he um he responds with a, an answer that just shattered my heart and world, um which was uh that he he had started seeing someone else and he wanted to be with them and he had felt that the honeymoon period of our relationship had worn off, and yes. and in in the text he had said you know and I'm sorry but we we had never had the talk about exclusivity so what you know whatever excuse he was saying and i like i just started like as if my fight or flight instinct kicked on and i started like scream crying <laughs> because <laughs> um like, i was just like i was like no <laughs> um because here here's the thing listeners i have a very strict no raw dogging it policy unless we're in a relationship Okay, because for obvious safety reasons and like accountability reasons, I don't want to get STIs. Mm-hmm. And if I get pregnant, I need to know that this person's going to like help me through it, at whatever you know that means. And mm-hmm. um, early on in our relationship, 
he had talked to me about that and i said i don't have sex with people i don't have unprotected sex with people unless i'm in a relationship with them and he says okay that makes sense and so then after a little while we started having unprotected sex and then he he himself was the one that was like oh so we're in a relationship now and i was like yeah you know that's we tr- that's it we're, we trust each other now and um i'll give that i'll say that we've never had like a really official like to find the relationship talk and part of that's on me because I was scared to have it because I only associate those talks with breakups so I did not want to do that um but there's still an understanding they were only having sex with each other right now because we're having unprotected sex that's my boundary on that right and um yeah yeah and and I think I think you did make that boundary clear yeah like maybe you didn't have the defining the relationship talk but you clearly said you know I, I don't know. I don't feel like there's any other way to interpret that. Exactly. Um, um right. Okay. So I appreciate that because I that's that's a point where I really like I know that I'm right, but I oftentimes like find myself kind of second guessing myself from like, oh no, what if I fucked up? And that's why. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh yeah, so I said that and um so then I I responded to his text basically saying that. I was like, Listen, I'm glad you told me, but like I am so hurt and I feel kind of violated because, you know, this is my boundary. You knew this was unsafe. You knew whatever. Uh, and then mm-hmm. he's like, no, I know, like, it was dangerous, but I did get tested and it's negative. And like, oh, shut up. Yeah, exactly. Because it was like he uh, first he just tried to, like, take away fault, like, you know, by just being like, oh, it wasn't cheating because, you, you know, you didn't you didn't define mm-hmm. the relationship. And then um, and then he was just trying to be like, oh, yeah, you're right. And that's it. Like no apology or anything. Mm-hmm. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right, but don't worry, you're you don't have an STI. Um, which also, <laughs> by the way, like not only was I at risk for STIs, I was at risk for contracting COVID nineteen because he was in my <laughs> yeah. like micro circle, and I don't know who the fuck his partner is. I don't know what they're doing, and like I have mm-hmm. diabetes, so I'm like immunocompromised. So this fucking piece of shit has been like cheating on me, and like. You know, there was no indication that, like, something was going on. And, like, you know, he never, we never had any talks in a relationship about seeing other people or anything like that. And um, so I was just, yeah, I was completely heartbroken. I called my mom. Then I called Bean. And Bean is Mm -hmm. the best because she was like, no, you were like, bitch, that is cheating. He's a cheater and he's a piece of shit. Well, it is because he, like, the the shittiest thing in my eyes that he did was like was add that little line that's like because we never had the exclusivity talk yeah but it's like if that's okay let's say it's true he thought that you guys weren't exclusive if you guys were having unprotected sex it's on him to bring up the fact that he's going to have another partner like yeah. there's no way to spin this where he's not hiding the fact that he's seeing other people right exactly like, and, like that's yeah rule it wasn't one. just like a miscommunication yeah, yeah that's rule number one rule number one of ethical non-monogamy is you fucking say it you say it to all your partners um mm-hmm. yeah exactly and he probably i bet he wasn't telling her the other girl either okay so yes i i am i'm so suspicious of that because um mm-hmm. uh just like just today so he we he had been still following me on like all my socials that we were connected on i had unfollowed him on like instagram but even after like i i recently unfriended him on discord and was like okay i i think he's out there but then like uh uh like i was morbidly curious to see if he was like still following Mm. me on anything and he unfollowed me from instagram spotify and whatever and um 
And I was like, okay, see, because before, because like in the last week, he had not done that. So he like broke up with me, but then didn't mm-hmm. unfriend me on any of my socials. Kind of just like, just chill and like, okay, not a problem. Bye. But I feel like after I called him, um, he got par- he got scared probably and was like, oh no, uh, uh, what if she reaches out oh. to my new girlfriend and then tells her that I cheated on her? So that's my suspicion. Anyways, I'm going to go back to the fact that you're a great friend. Okay. Because, um, oh. <laughs> yeah, you you kind of you reasoned me through my like freak out like I hate him I hate him but I don't know if I'm overreacting but I hate him oh oh sorry Alfie's still screaming anyways if there's if there's an ambience of dog bark in this episode it represents how men are dogs am I right <laughs> just kidding this is just I have a good track record of finding bad men anyways you okay. just love dogs so much you're a I dog love girl <laughs> so Bean so I was gonna send him like a text it's like no. You know, like, you still, what you did was wrong, blah, blah, blah. And then Bean was like, maybe you should just call him. And I was like, I was like, that's a, actually a good idea. Like, I, because I need to know that he's going to hear this and and know that I sincerely mean it and that I'm so upset. So, um, yeah, I ended up calling him and I had, like, a bolded list of everything that I was, <laughs> was going to say. And I was just like, uh, God, it was so funny. Like, so I called him. He didn't pick up. Then he called me back, like two minutes later i'm just like panicking and i pick it up and and i'm like hey and he's like hi and then i was like <laughs> so um i just had some things i wanted to say but i didn't feel like typing them out and um i just first of all you need to know that i'm really 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 hurt uh i know i already said that but i need you to hear that from me again and then um i just like went into it where i'm like i just you cheated on me you cheated on me and you cheated on the person you're with if they didn't know and that's awful and like I trusted you so much yeah and then I was saying that like all my memory like I was like I don't want to look back on relationships and be mad and feel shitty about the people that I was with but I cannot look back on this relationship and be happy because it just ruined that and then I I ended it I think so well I was just like I and I just I don't want you to ever do this to any other girl because they do not deserve that and like and after I said that he was just like okay and I was like, all right, thanks for calling me back. Bye. And I hung up. <laughs> and so that was like, you know, and and I I also I think in there I included the whole thing where I'm like, you clearly knew what you, you know, you got tested mm-hmm. for STIs. You knew what you were doing was wrong. It, oh, you didn't bring it up. And and like you should have talked to me. That was your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Also, he's like five years older than me, so like, if one of us is gonna be more mature, it should be him. And <laughs> he's clearly a sleazeball. She said it. Yeah, I said it. She said what we were all thinking. <laughs> but it was so disturbing. Like, I trusted this it's, man. That was really disturbing. I liked him too. I had hung out with him a couple times. Yeah, it's like um, creepy. And so, so the hardest thing that I've been I've been struggling with is just every now and then I will remember something that you know he did or said and i'm like oh my god i think that was his cover-up for this like Mm. because um i was thinking recently that like there have been times when like there's days we might normally have hung out and he'd tell me that he like his sister really wanted to hang out with him and i'm sus that that might have been he was cheating on you with his sister that's what we've all been saying he's all coming together sister and that's disgusting (laughs) dude that's fucking gross if you're listening to this you're disgusting (laughs) <laughs> also i mean you're disgusting no matter what but it's your sister that's worse um <laughs> no but i'm sus that like you know like it was probably just an easy thing to be like oh i'm hanging out with my sister and then just like you know seeing this mm-hmm. other person and just thinking like it just sucks because i trusted him so much so i never had a second thought about any 
other girls in his life or anything like that because I'm like oh this is a bunch of female friends that's awesome Mm-hmm. But it, it makes me mad. It makes me mad that like I can trust someone like that and and truly believe that like don't you don't have to be suspicious of people. <laughs> and then he's well, like, yeah, actually cheating on me because you nice. you trusted him to like talk to you about that th- those things too. Because like if he had come to talk to you, like you would have broken up. It would have sucked, but it would have been like mm-hmm. cordial and responsible. And uh, you still broke up yeah. anyway, and it was just ten times worse because he yes. Oh, my God. And also, that's kind of what makes me mad, too, is that, like, he, well, it makes me furious, actually, is that he <laughs> he tried to just drop me real quick, no yeah. no contact. Like, he just wanted to be like, yeah, so I don't really have feelings for you anymore. Okay, bye. And just tried to I know. go no contact. And just so he could just, like, you know, release himself of the guilt or whatever and then just date this other person, like, la-di-da. Like, I don't, you know, like, it's fine because I'm not dating her now. And so, like, I mm-hmm. am no longer guilty of this thing that I know that I'm guilty of. I know. And the way that he phrased it in the text of saying, like, oh, I did this because we didn't have the exclusivity talk. Like, that was, I, I'm so hung up on that because, like, I feel like he made, he convinced himself of that in some way. Yeah, exactly. Like, he was like, oh, no, this is fine. We haven't talked about it. So, it's fine <laughs> well he that that has to have been what he did because like mm-hmm. i don't you know i don't think he's a straight like sociopath that like made up a persona no. um no. i think he might be kind of narcissistic or something or just acting a complete self-interest or just being an asshole yeah yeah but i mean it's At like least being an asshole i mean yeah i don't know whatever it's it's mm-hmm. uh uh but yeah just but he had to have convinced himself that it was okay because it was fine yeah. it, that is just not that's completely unacceptable which is some mental gymnastics because that should come up like there's no way to not hide that and i don't know just to have unprotected sex with someone when like they don't know that you have other partners that's like the shittiest thing you can do that's the thing like i and that's what i yeah. like i am honestly a little traumatized by that that might be too I'm, dramatic it's but like i just invasive it is i mean it, it, it is a breach of consent it's yeah, a breach it's of terrible consent. yeah and it put me at risk mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. i would not have had sex like i would not have had unprotected sex with him if i knew he was having sex with other partners and it's like mm-hmm. that is just disgusting and like the lowest thing that a person could do do you um, know what i hate this is really funny, but he was, like, an avid podcast listener, and we talk all the time about, like, about cheating, and, like, uh, just talk about it. Just talk about it. Don't cheat. And so he knew your stance on it, undoubtedly. Yep. Well, I mean, I had even mentioned to you that I had talked to him about, yeah, like, a more personal, like, story of, like, someone I knew that got cheated on. And Oh, that's right. Yes. And he, oh my God. at the time, his response was just kind of one of those, like, I was like, yeah, isn't that terrible? And then he's like, yeah, I guess when those things happen, you just kind of have to like look inward and see like what you could have done differently. <laughs> and I remember like I had like we had a brief conversation about it, but I didn't think much of it. I was just like, oh, okay, like he just doesn't have the experience or I don't know, mm-hmm. like being cheated on, so we can't even think about what that's like. But like thinking mm-hmm. back now, I'm like, oh my god, I bet he was like justifying it to himself in that moment of like, well, it's fine, it's it's fine. Well, I'm you know, your friend maybe really wanted to cheat really bad. Like uh, so, like maybe it's like okay. <laughs> Did you, know? you think about that? So, did you ever consider that cheating might be okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, sorry, come again. Oh, <laughs> uh, never mind. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. Like, like oh my God. we had been, t- been making plans. We've been talking about my birthday, which, by the way, my birthday is in three days. Less than a week. Yeah, God. Um, oh, my God. I So, yeah, I feel like I'm dying on the inside. Um, my trust in people is 
I mean, my trust in like men that I'm dating. I thankfully I have so many mm-hmm. people in my life that I do trust, and I know that they would never do this to me, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just keep getting shaken by these like shitty boys that I date, where yeah. they're like, "Hey, I know you're really great and all, and I've definitely like like said that to you, and said that I I am glad I have you in my life and trust you, but also I don't want you in my life, <laughs> and also I breached." breach through trust and boundaries so if you could just get out of my life and not make me feel bad about that that'd be great (laughs) (laughs) it is a good example of what we were talking a little uh, we were talking about a little bit off the cast um that they talk about in the ethical slut which is like don't let people try to breach your boundaries by saying like oh we never we never uh, talked about it or like i didn't know that you wouldn't like this it's like those are very common manipulation tactics and like unethical non-monogamy or unethical so yeah it's cut and dry i think that's even mm-hmm. their example they're like don't mm-hmm. let somebody you know make you feel like you were wrong by saying like oh, you, we never said you, you did couldn't. something yeah it's like consent is saying that yes to a specific thing it's not saying yes. like it's not because you got no answer so therefore it's okay oh uh, you didn't say that uh that i couldn't run over your dog with my car so <laughs> so <laughs> not my fault it's not like really my fault or anything. Like I just did that. Like, like it's, that's so, not like, okay. how human communication and relationships work. I'm sorry. It is not. So he, yeah. I don't know. He, pro- I mean, it just it's so upsetting to my core. Every time mm-hmm. I think about, like, every time I think about something that was like kind of sweet in a relationship, completely poisoned. poisoned. Like it is just, I start crying because I'm like, I, when when was he seeing this person? When mm-hmm. was he like? Was it when he was looking me? in the eyes and like telling me how much he like how happy he was that mm-hmm. i was in his life was that mm-hmm. when he was seeing them was it when he like had me pick out a lamp for his bedroom and then when i was like <laughs> oh but it's your room like why am i picking out your lamp he said because you're gonna be here and you're gonna see it oh. you know was that when you were cheating on me damn like, how many lamps did he have one seven. for each woman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god um he would probably but okay <laughs> So he was two things that I oftentimes considered deal breakers. He was tall and he was obsessed with Disney. And those are two <laughs> things that I am like so consistently like, no, I don't want to. No, I'm not going to date a guy like that. And I, I went out on a limb here because I thought, OK, he's pretty nice. And we connected and all that shit. And then he turns out to be the worst person I've ever dated. Whoa. Whoa. Coincidence. I think it means that all people, all tall people who like Disney uh, will cheat on you. Sorry. I just, I will never date another tall person like <laughs> So I hope you know that. They have to be short and like Disney or tall and not like Disney. <laughs> That's, yes. Okay. Yes. Right. You know what? We all have our types and uh, <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> I just don't, like, sorry, this is 25 minutes of me. This is what we're here for. Yeah. Like, me being bad. We still get we still get an average of like six or seven listens, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. You guys are really sweet, and thank you, you for listening. <laughs> you really are. Um. Uh. Right. So. So. He. Right. He loves Disney, and he like like it's just so funny to to think about somebody that's obsessed with Disney and like cheats on their partners. <laughs> like I remember him telling me, okay, this this is another like infuriating thing. We we're at the store one time. And we were like looking at stuff, and it was like fruit snacks or something. And there was like Dis- or there was like Princess branded fruit snacks, and like some I don't remember what video game it was, but there was like you know whatever. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I always get the Princess branded things." And I was like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just love like the aesthetic of royalty, and I just think that like every woman deserves to be treated like a princess." And I'm like, "I'm s- oh, is that 
Is that, is that is that is this how you would treat a princess? Is this how you treat princesses? Is this, is this how you is that did I hear that right? That's so like sinister in retrospect. It's like ooh. That's what I'm saying. It's ooh. so scary. <laughs> like it's so scary. Like it's he seems so genuine and I truly mm-hmm. trusted him. Like I was like, oh, I feel so I literally told him two days before he broke up with me. I said, Hey, I just really miss you, but like I feel really safe with you and like I just wanna Yikes. I just wanna let you know I wanna support you in any way that I can. That's oh what I God. said. He didn't deserve a second of it. I know. He didn't deserve that. a crumb of coochie. <laughs> he did not deserve a crumb of this exquisite coochie. <laughs> this royal princess coochie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. god! So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a weird healing process. Um, I'm finding that like things that make me feel better. Like I watched Perks of Being a Wallflower. I made Eric watch that. Yeah. With me. And it's definitely like cheesy coming of age film. There's, I loved you that know, movie. yeah, I I really liked it too. And what what made me feel better is Emma Watson char- Emma Watson's character at the end finds out that her like college boyfriend was like cheating on her the, mm. their whole relationship. And Eric looked at me and said, "That's you." And um, and I felt like for some reason that made me feel better. I'm like, if Emma Watson can get cheated on. That makes me feel better that it happened to me. It's it's not about you, you know. Yeah. If someone yeah. would cheat on Emma Watson, it can't. You know. Yeah. You're just a you're just like a an impulsive person that that doesn't that is self serving. Like that's it is, is, is self serving. Yeah. You know that's funny because that kind of is his personality type too. He's very ambitious and like mm-hmm. very and yeah very like efficiency and like I'm gonna read self help books and like. The, the, I'm gonna pull these things out of these self-help books and apply them to my life mm-hmm. and um I think just like in that he twisted a lot of stuff that was like okay Susie's not bringing me exactly what I want but I still like being with her because she's an amazing person that's what he said to himself <laughs> she's, she's got so the beautiful coochie. <laughs> that, that exquisite royal coochie is just too good <laughs> Um, yeah, but then I, and also he was a uh, Slytherin, so. You should have known. I should have seen this coming. Seen I'm, coming. Like, I'm a Hufflepuff, so I'm loyal and like, I just, Shit. I just like snacks and friends and he's like, I gotta kill everyone so I can be on top. And, um. But do you know what? You can be an ethical Slytherin. Uh, you can. And just say, oh, I'm the kind of person who needs to have multiple partners. Let's find a way to do that that's, without hurting that's... everybody in the process. No, I want to hurt people. It'd be easier to just not tell them. <laughs> I could be ethical, or I could hurt her. <laughs> and it would just be so much fun. It would. The end result would be the same, but but I'd get to hurt somebody in the process. Crazy, yeah. So I don't know, but but uh, yeah. So that's where that's the update. So it's just so funny that like I ended the thing being like, I'm just sad because they liked him when you left me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm sad because my yeah, my trust my trust was completely breached. My health was at risk. Fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. I hope his his new girl, I hope she finds out what a shithead he is. And I hope I hope she dumps him. <laughs> Alright, okay. <laughs> Maybe keep this off. No, the I need to I need okay. to I need to go on my rant. I wanted to like, I want to cast a spell, like a hex on him, but I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't. I should not dabble in the dark arts. 
I think that isn't there a thing in like Wicca that's like casting spells to like harm other people is a big no. Yeah, you don't big do no that. no. You just cast like wanna, protection like, spells. I don't want to harm him. I just want him to okay. like have just like really annoying luck. You know, like he gets every red light. And they're always out of the thing he wants at the store. You know, like <laughs> the princess fruit snacks are always out of stock. They're always gone. <laughs> His girlfriends always cheat on him. That's the stuff I want. Okay. okay. Right. <laughs> I hear ya. I hear ya. Anyways, that's... this is fun. This is like literally just a conversation we would have off the podcast, but now it's, but on. it's on cast, which is fun because we always say like, "Oh, we're funnier when we can like reference our personal lives." Yeah, intimately. Now we can, so that we have no excuse for being unfunny. So when we are unfunny, it's completely on us. And I don't know if you've said a single funny thing yet, but frankly, never in my life have I. Just kidding. I'm the fucking president of comedy club now. That's right. (laughs) Ding ding ding. I love. I love bringing that up as though there's any clout associated with it at all. <laughs> Listen, I think there's clout. That's people put that kind of shit on their resumes all the time. I will be be like, hey, well, it's like you know, it's an extracurricular, so I'll put it on there as much as anything else. That's an extracurricular. President of this coochie. President of coochie club, <laughs> 2020. <laughs> <laughs> coochie club. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you are. You made you got a an offer to be yeah. like oh, you should say that. Live I don't. There. I don't need to like. Admit. It's not that interesting. I was very happy because you're so, you're so coy. I'm so coy. No, okay, I'm not trying to be. Listen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this the club at my college that is been has been such a force for good in my life since I started it, which is the comedy club. Um, they asked me to be one of the co-presidents next year, and I was so happy about that. It actually, I was in such a funk, and then I got that email, and it lifted my spirits right out of the trash. So Yes! I was very happy, very excited about that part of my life, but not excited that I have to do it virtually. <laughs> uh, they're just like, we had a meeting today, and they're like, yeah, so we'll have you practice, like, facilitating the meetings through zoom i guess (laughs) okay Okay. (laughs) sounds fun that is i'm so proud of you though no matter what that is such a good accomplishment yeah it's not like um i don't want to like blow it out of proportion but it's like a community that means a lot to me and so like the fact that especially since i've only been in it for like three months yeah like hey we you you got this stuff you got this okay I'm like, I think I do, but I don't know that you guys know that. So I'm glad you still picked me. <laughs> they vibes. They you passed the vibe check. I passed the fucking vibe check, dude. Which is incredible. Sorry. I didn't mean to derail your uh breakup. I mean, no, we gotta podcast. talk about what's going on. I, I think I said what I said. I think that if mm-hmm. I go, I'll just keep rambling about like wanting okay. to cast hexes and okay. like Susie shut up. Susie, no hexes. Okay, <laughs> at least a week. you need to cool off before you get into the dark arts yeah that's because if you're too yeah. rash that's how you like accidentally hex yourself yeah. <laughs> damn it doing it no i'm hexed double hexed double hex because i'm already, already probably hexed, hexed. <laughs> like who did this to me? <laughs> okay Why? which one of you listeners have been hexing Susie? yeah what did i do to you can i undo it probably not probably i'm too late. <laughs> too late my my mom keeps telling me to reach out to our local wicca store so i i think oh, i'm gonna I 
I yeah, I'm gonna email them and be like, listen, I just got cheated on and I had a string of bad relationships. Can you help me? <laughs> and they're They'll like, be like mm, I think you're beyond repair. Yeah, they're like, it seems like you're bringing this on yourself. And I say, yeah, how do just, I bring this on myself? They'll just be like, you need to buy this fifty dollar candle. Um, yeah, don't 100%. ask questions. <laughs> don't ask questions. This candle will help. I really appreciate that. Um, witchcraft is like just one of the. Uh, it's, it's just like the natural progression of feminism now. It's like, okay. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> you start with like social justice stuff, and then like the peak is like you're a polyamorous witch. <laughs> It's fun. I mean, it's just like you start listening to a lot of Fleetwood Mac and you get very yeah. inspired. And then like there's just I think it's also maybe just because there's such a like exhaustion associated with like fighting things mm-hmm. that are just outright wrong, but people continue to do them. Mm-hmm. And so then it's kind of nice to have this sort of like really beautiful, aesthetically pleasing like hobby that like mm-hmm. is just talking about like nature's energy and shit it's just kind of fun you're just like yeah it's very ritualistic very comforting the aesthetic is top notch top notch and you just get like things that smell really good and look really nice you know like yes cool and it has like a feminist feminist uh little twist to it because women were actually murdered for doing these things in the past so it's like you take a nice bath uh do some tarot cards and it's like wow this is like this is a this is a, a revolution right now that's happening. It is it's like it's great true progress of society. It's like we're not getting burned for this shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, we can just enjoy it. I've actually I've been reflecting on how like the more rigid or conservative rules are, like the easier it is to just feel really empowered by rebelling against them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know. I just feel like being in a position where like having sex with my long term boyfriend out of wedlock is like. A, a rebellion, you know. Like, wow, they, they really made that easy for me. I didn't. Have to, sure did. Did not have to try very hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a rebel. Kind of, yeah, kind of a badass, actually. You know, really, really went for that. I did. There's actually a theory that that they'll like make. Th- okay, here it's from it's from um Battle Royale, like okay. the government in. The country it took place in, I think it was Japan. If I'm wrong, I'm so sorry. Uh, they like outlawed American rock music so that people would like listen to that and get their like rebellious urges out in a harmless way <laughs> instead of like protesting the government. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, that's so maybe great. maybe it's Ooh. a conspiracy. I mean, that's interesting to think that like like a uh, government would intentionally outlaw things that are harmless to protest mm-hmm. to, to distract people like i could i could kind of, i mean that's kind of a good tactic and i could see them doing yeah. that things where like you know oh you know how you know what i feel like that is hmm. this is another like conspiracy theory but like <laughs> there's people that are insane about like pitbull rights like they are just <laughs> like they're just what? hog wild about pitbull rights and there's like countries and certain places and stuff that have like outlawed the ownership of pitbulls because they have been used in dog fighting and Mm -hmm. they're just like a stronger breed a lot of people that get them tend to be irresponsible owners Mm -hmm. and because they're just such a strong breed of dog like they can fuck up like other dogs and people pretty easily and like people are always like it's not their fault it's not their fault it's not the dog's fault it's the person that owns it and it's like okay Mm -hmm. that is definitely true to a big extent but it's also like if you're finding that you just have less injuries and deaths caused by dogs by outlawing a certain breed of dog i 
I don't know. I don't think that's like the worst thing in Ooh. the world. Um, well, but the thing I mean, is, wait, let me finish. Sorry, carry, carry on. What what I was gonna say is that there's people. So then they'll like hear that some some place is gonna outlaw pit bulls. They go insane. They're like, no, no, these dogs cannot be out loud. People have every right to own these dogs. These dogs are sweet animals. It is not their fault. You know, people have been fighting them. It's not their fault. And I'm like, okay, that's great that you have a cause. And I, you know, I do agree with a lot of their arguments, but like, mm-hmm. um, people are in cages. So I think that maybe your concern with, with whether or not you're allowed to own this certain type of dog that is very strong and boxy and takes a lot of work to to train it properly um maybe you should be thinking about human rights i don't know like crazy crazy thought you know um that's an interesting take i yeah. definitely like i i haven't really heard it that way before because i i'm definitely like you shouldn't be killing pit bulls that already exist but no, or anything not. like that and i i don't think that oh Sorry, Sam's getting. Sam's we can, naked. We can, see you in the, we can see you in the mirror. <laughs> Sorry, my boyfriend's giving Susie a strip show behind oh, me. Sam loves exhibitionism, so he's he, doing he's this. a bit of an exhibitionist. Okay, what was I saying? Yes, you shouldn't like uh, kill a dog for existing, or like oh, for you know, sure. pitbulls are definitely unnecessarily targeted as like bad dogs. But also, like purebreds and dog breeding is already a little. Uh, little sketchy to begin with it's weird to like fight so hard to be like no we want to make more of this breed that causes a lot of problems exactly mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not very passionate i'm sorry for all the pitbull lovers that are listening to this yeah yeah i could Spe- launch into an argument but i'm gonna i'm gonna make us lose listeners if i do okay like- it's fine i'm not like i'm not uh fired up about it so yeah and I, i'm not even that fired up either i just think that this is this is a good example of like like if if there was something going on and the government was like okay we're gonna do this really shitty thing they could say okay but while we're doing this shitty thing let's outlaw pit bulls federally <laughs> everyone will focus their attention to the dogs and then like we can do this shit and not even get any yeah. problems with it you know i'm sure that, that that's a tactic that's used honestly so it's like how they try to slide weird shit into bills, you know? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like they'll... they're so long. No one to read them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like it's the only way to get people to the other side to compromise. It's like, okay, we want the Republicans or the Republicans want us to pass this bill, so let's slide a little thing about how pitbulls are the new national uh animal of America. <laughs> and <laughs> And the Republicans are like, oh, I don't want pit bulls to be the new national animal, but I do want tax cuts for billionaires, so we're going to pass this tax cut for billionaires bill. It's That's just like a really weird um, example. It happens on both sides and for very strange issues. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a hot mess, frankly. It's why people don't trust politicians and politics in general. Because I remember taking like civics and just being like shocked to learn how kind of weird and informal a lot of the processes are for getting bills turned into law right yeah this thing that like really affects everyone like only a very specific group of people have control over it and then when you're mad about it and protest it they say just vote just just vote just go vote (laughs) and you say Okay, but and then did? they like actively suppress like the, the ability <laughs> to vote. <laughs> Shit. Oh, feels good, you know. It feels good. But 
but it like a lot of politics is just like like leftover traditions and like open secrets where you are like yeah it's weird that like gerrymandering's a thing but we all do it so it's kind of fine and you're just like, like why why not just outlaw that because both sides use it like to their yeah. benefit so none of them are neither side is super incentivized to like they don't want it yeah they, i mean yeah. there's power there's power mm-hmm. in both in both sides sorry liberals I'm sorry liberals it. okay i'm you're- a centrist i'm a i'm a what what do they say rational centrist. rational centrist enlightened centrist that's what sam says not not (laughs) yeah you're right i'm so enlightened um uh not quite what i was going for i was i was just dreaming of communism as i was as i shout at liberals i say get out of here with your corporate liberal schemes oh okay but every time you say that then like trump supporters are like yeah i hate liberals too and you say no no, I hate you too. Just get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not trying to win you over. Okay. I just need I just need this two party system that's completely funded by like corporations to maybe not be this way. It would be nice. Did you see? Um, I was I was laughing. It was okay. There's this Facebook group called Zoom Memes for Quarantines. Are you in that? I am not. Oh my okay, God, I'll I add you to that. Okay. <laughs> There was a there was a screenshot from I think I already told you about this a, a university in Norway like posted on their page they were like um, to all our like Norwegian students who are studying abroad please do what you can to come home especially if you're in a country with a poor healthcare infrastructure such as the United States of America <laughs> I'm like oh no <laughs> whoa shots called us out and fired i guess that was not super related but yeah, I can't. no i like it yeah, i like thanks. it well i mean it's it is because people people lose sight of the fact that like like i feel like when you start complaining about our healthcare system there are a lot mm-hmm. of people that are like yeah but at least we have it you know mm-hmm. and like at least mm-hmm. it's this but then it's like okay but the other countries that have like good healthcare systems look at us as being like bottom tier healthcare you know it's like it's really hard to separate yourself from, like, propaganda. Yeah. You know? Like, it's really hard to know what's the truth and what is genuinely just, like, so deeply embedded in your belief system from, like, Ooh. just growing up in this country. Yeah. I've been so... God, it's been such a weird, like, week for me. Like, because I mm-hmm. completely removed myself from the, like, the acknowledgement of of how fucked everything is. Like, I've just been so wrapped up in being, like, I was cheated on you know I'm just like, <laughs> but then i just like i i i like try to remove myself from that and i'm like oh right i'm trapped in in my house because there's a a, a pandemic and um the u.s is just fucking a lot of things up and i just they keep are. forgetting about that i'm like oh it's fine and i'm like wait no it's not at all i know it's very weird it's a very i i, I was list- i just listened to episode 15 and i was like all i ever say is it's really weird <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a Twitter meme about that where it's like every podcast right now. And then they're like, yeah. So it's pretty weird, right? It's what else is there to say? You're there's just like, nothing. Uh, our government's prioritizing the economy over health, like over yep. beating this pandemic, even though they're only procrastinating like the solution. And then it's just going to be worse because they procrastinated for the economy and for the people. But for some <laughs> reason, they just don't. I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. Like, it feels, like, surreal to have this level of incompetence coming down from the government over a bipartisan issue, like, 
coronavirus will kill you no matter what you're what <laughs> where you fall on the political <laughs> spectrum yeah, it's, it's gonna fuck you up yeah uh that's so it's i mean it's yeah it's telling of of like where the priorities actually lie of, mm-hmm. of leadership and like it's uh yeah but it really is it's like i think it's hard too because it's like you can't really protest i mean you can't physically no protest you can't you'll, you'll die <laughs> you will die so it's <laughs> It is a very intense feeling of helplessness. Um, mm-hmm. I just have faith that the other countries that like have actual systems in place do overcome this, and then they can come just invade us and say, "All right, we're done." <laughs> you guys, you guys have made this problem way worse than it had to be. And England they... takes America back. <laughs> yeah, they say, "No, we're done." You guys need healthcare. You stop, stop doing everything you're doing right now. Oh, we don't want mm-hmm. Boris Johnson either, though. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, it's like right. the Trump uh, of the UK. The UK, yeah, the yeah. UK is kind of whack. They're they're not doing so hard right now. They're not either. doing the best right now. I don't know a lot about Justin Trudeau except that he's very attractive, so he can. Take so over. me and Eric have been bringing up Justin Trudeau a weird amount. Um, okay. In reference, oh, you know what? The first time it came up was we, we were watching podcasts, but outside, oh, and nice. then. They were talking. They talking to some Canadians, and then they're like, "What do you think of Justin Trudeau?" And then I think um, one girl was like, "Oh, he's really hot." And then and then Andrew was like, "Yeah, I really liked him when he was in the blackface <laughs> or something like, really <laughs> fucked up like that." <laughs> did he wear blackface? He did. Justin. That was a big thing. It was like, well, it was weird because it was like brownface because he was dressing up as like Aladdin, and he, but then like oh. Eric showed me the picture, and he just like like covered himself in like black paint. <laughs> like, so- oh, oh, that's, <laughs> that's horrific. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to post this picture on Instagram when we upload this. Oh my like, god, you have to. I'm actually laughing so much. It's so weird. It it's looks so creepy. And so also, like, not what Aladdin even looks like. That's, that's what Eric kept saying. He's like, I don't know why he did it like that. Like, if you're gonna... Why did you do it? I'm sorry, that got me so good for some reason. I'm Holy glad shit. I, I could be the one to show you that. Um, because... Yeah. I guess it flew under the radar a little bit. Like, there's no good reason to do blackface, obviously, but it's also, like, it didn't even accomplish what you wanted it to accomplish. Right, exactly. Like, it wasn't even... <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at the pictures again. <laughs> it's so creepy. Good God, Justin, what were you thinking? <sighs> Justin, come on. Well, all right, Justin. Uh, still attractive, but less so now. <laughs> You're not not as into him. But also, given the current leadership, it's like, just having a blackface scandal from 20 years ago sounds amazing. Sounds Isn't so that nice. strange? That's what I was telling Eric. Yeah. I'm like, it's really upsetting to me that, like, that sounds, you know, having that type mm-hmm. of leadership is infinitely better than what we have now. Because yeah. we do have a literal fascist. It's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Not even just, like, a, a, like a cool, smart fascist he's, he's yeah like, just dumb just the, every time he talks i'm like why are you allowed to be here why are you how did you make it this far you're so uncharismatic it's it is amazing and, and i blatantly racist misogynistic uh constantly. you know all those good words it's incredible to me okay we shouldn't okay I'm yeah sorry. We're just like, we dude, we're, people know this shit okay <sighs> everyone knows this okay um we are at 
45 minutes. We haven't talked about cyber sex yet. Cyber sex. That was on sex. the docket. Guys, you're, you've been waiting for it. We did not allude to it at all in the beginning, but yes, we've been waiting for it. <laughs> They're just like, cyber when sex. will the strumpets talk about cyber sex? So Bean is an avid cyber sexer. Basically. He loves it. Love it. Um, I do I, like it. Yeah, frankly. I mean, it accomplishes what you need to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I had not dabbled in any cyber sex until recently. <laughs> because quarantine is a wild time. It's a wild time to be dumped and be like very horny and emotional. <laughs> and so you say, I don't know how to have a rebound hookup because we're not allowed to leave our homes. Mm-hmm. Cyber sex. Okay. That's what okay. that's the intro to this segment. I don't okay. know what we're doing. Well Susie we had cyber about? sex. Yeah, Beans Beans really proud of me for that. I am really proud because here's the thing. I was in a long distance relationship for three years. So I was basically a cam girl for those three years. <laughs> Private next cam girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Private cam girl. And um, it's kind of interesting because it's like, I don't know, it became so normal to me. Like that was just a big part of my sex life. Um, right. And so I kind of forget that that isn't the norm at all. And a lot of people don't do cyber sex, or if they do, it's like very rare. Once, right? It's like a special occasion where Uh it's like, oh. And I'm a big fan of it. It's very, it's a very interesting experience. It's a very interesting way to like alternatively express sexuality. You know what though? I yeah, you're you're right, and I kind of do like it because it does force, like, um, Uh it forces you to do more like. Like more, basically, just be more creative in terms yeah. of like turning each other on. I guess it's kind of performance oriented, but in like it a fun is. way. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was like my like a bigger anxiety I had about it is because mm-hmm. I feel like whenever I think of sex as like, tr- as I, whenever I think about like trying to be specifically sexy in mm-hmm. terms of like actual sex, I'm like I'm just like I don't know, I don't know, I don't. I don't, I don't Usually, I, don't I just know. take my clothes off, and that's good enough. Yeah, it's like a team on me. You you know it happens. Um. <laughs> So, like, thinking about, like, oh, okay, yeah, like, but then I, I have this added benefit that, um, that it's with, like, a complete stranger that I don't know, which is kind of weird. just went on Omegle? I just went on nude. God, could you imagine? Waited oh for someone God. to stay. Yep. God, no. Okay. Um, I did not do that, uh, no, thankfully. No, she, she did not. But I, uh, I... Allegedly. Allegedly. Sorry. But I still won't send nudes. I won't send like spills. I think that's yeah, that's uh scarier. It's scary. Yeah. It's funny yeah. how like being on video is less scary because it's like Yeah. Takes a lot of effort to like screenshot that. Yeah, you'd <laughs> you probably have... know. Maybe you wouldn't, but I don't I know. think it's because they have to ha- hold the phone in one hand and hold their dick in the other hand. So yeah. it's like how are you gonna screenshot? I mean I guess they could have like a screen recording software. I was thinking about that too, but I'm like that would be so much effort. <laughs> Yeah, it would be. It would be. But I mean, it could happen. And if that does happen, it's not my fault. So it's don't not. shame me. I was gonna, but I won't now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always worried about that too, because it's kind of just like a known fact that Skype is like monitored too. Right. And yeah. I always did it over Skype, and I'm like, well, you know, oh, they're getting a late. free show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, if you kind of think of it that way, it's like, it's like, that's not great, but here I am. You want to look at me? Go for it. You want to see it? Here it is. Okay. Not that many people actually want to. So, <laughs> a lot of people refuse it. Actually, Con- I'm sending nudes left and right, 
and they and just, just get like, shot down. No, I don't want that. My friend, yeah. They're like, you know, looks kind of gross. And I go, okay, that's good feedback. Thank you. <laughs> okay, wait. I have so I have some more stories about men asking for nudes. Okay, fun. So I was on like recently. I was on Tinder, I think, and I put in my bio, I. Put, I put struggling podcast host seeks virtual boyfriend. So <laughs> suddenly all these guys are asking me about our podcast. Oh, I hope you were promoting it. Obviously I was promoting okay, it. Okay, thank God, yes. So, so, no, no, here's the thing. So I was talking to this guy and he was asking me about it and I told him about it and I linked to him. And then he's like, okay, I have nothing to do. I'm going to listen to it. Oh. And so he he actually listened to like the whole episode. Episode like, 14? Uh, he listened to episode eight. I said, listen to episode oh. eight. That's our best episode, I thought. Wait, which eight, one is episode eight? Eight's the one where we start out talking about millennials thinking um, like clocks are a bowl of soup. <laughs> That's such an old one. I love that. Okay. Yeah, that one's yeah. the one that like I listened to it and I like legitimately makes me laugh. Okay, so, awesome. I directed him towards that and he was actually he's like, Wow, actually that's so funny. That's like right up my my alley of humor. Oh, damn. And then he said he even said, I think he was from uh, I think he said he was from like Alabama or something. And he's like, You're you, when you guys launched into your like southern accents, he's like, <laughs> That got me so bad. And I was like, Thank you, sir. Um <laughs> Wait, so that's we like, genuinely very sweet to yes, have this okay. reaction. Yeah. Right. But here's the thing. This so we guy? What? The guy you cybersexed? No, 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 this different guy. So now here's the thing is so we so that was nice and we were like having a conversation and then at one point he was like, So are you trying to are you trying to share those quarantine nudes? And mm. I said I was like, um, I'm very apprehensive about sending strangers from the internet my nudes, so I'm gonna go with no for now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Yeah, I understand and like he's just like I just like get a thrill of it, a thrill from it or whatever and I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I've just been like taught from a very early age not to do that because there's consequences and whatever and he was like yeah that's like such a shitty thing to do but you know so we are and he seemed fine with it but then we were just like continuing on a conversation it turns like sexual because i am a slut on the internet now guys yes i yes yes will sex anyone sex me right now i'll do it Um, sexing me even yeah i'm like hey how wet's your coochie (laughs) <laughs> so it's dry as the Sahara. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, that's say, just the way I like it. Yeah, no, I say it, I'm like, actually, wait, no, I love dry dogging it. I love going and dry. Okay. Um, uh, after a little while, he was like, he's like, so is it? What did he say? He was like, is it time for nudes? And then I was like, like, um, you're still a strange man from the internet. I've known for less than twelve hours, so I'm gonna go with no. Ooh. And then. He he replied, he's like, okay, that's fair. And then it was like two in the morning or something at this point. So I was like, okay, like, this is a good stopping point. I'm going to go to bed. So we just go to bed. And then I wake up in the morning and he's like, unmatched me. Like, he was <gasps> like, so, like, I I don't know. You I was lost like, a listener, Susie. You should have just sent the nudes. <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of our podcast. <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> Here's some nudes. Um, You know what? Oh, like, so if I funny. knew we could gain like a certain amount of followers per nude that I sent out, I would do it for sure. You know what? Actually though, I would probably be more apprehensive to send nudes if he had listened to our podcast 
Because it's, like, connected to our social media and stuff. And, like, if you wanted to be shitty, it'd be easier. I did yeah. have that thought. I was, like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, even, I even had that thought just about, like, sexting him. And I'm, like, oh, that's kind of, it is a little strange to me that, like, now this yeah. stranger I don't know can look at my profile, know exactly what I sound like, uh, mm-hmm. know everything about me, and have these, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We did this to ourselves. We <laughs> like, did. We're like, we have, I remember when we started, we're like, okay, what are the boundaries for the podcast? I was like, now I don't even know. Just like my ex, we break them. We, ooh. Ooh. That was good. All right. All that. Good. Yeah, so he yeah. just, he, he was like, well, no nudes, no, no nudes. Per- I'm out. Point. But it's so funny to me because he just like he tried to talk himself talk himself up so much to be like I would never use them for like you know any other mm-hmm. purpose or whatever and it's like well, clearly you were conniving in some way because you got mad at me when I did not send them to you. It's definitely weird. It's yeah. weird, right? It's like kind of entitled. I mean, like I guess I could see I could see like if he just really is looking to exchange nudes, he'd be like, okay, well this isn't I'm not gonna get what I want out of this, and you just right. stop talking. But unmatching feels strong. Unmatching is strong, and also considering he took the fucking time to listen to our podcast. Yeah, that's and dude, like, that's next level simping. Okay, I'll say it. That is so like he did not know me at all, and he's like, okay, 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 I'll listen to this girl's podcast and ask her for <laughs> nudes. <send> nudes. <laughs> this is, I want this nude so bad. I want to be very clear though. Um, if you if you're listening to this, if you reference the podcast to me, I will send you nudes. So. I know Susie's prud- prudish about it, but Be I'll send do it. nudes. Yeah, she'll, she'll do it. She has nothing to lose. Have you ever considered sending nudes like without your face in it and stuff? I mean, obviously yeah, I that have. would be the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like full, it's like me just, <laughs> just in your the- full face. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I have for sure. Because the thing is, like, I think that does that does sound fun to me, and it's also like easier than a video chat. You just take a picture, mm-hmm. boom. There it's also fun. My- to take- it's kind of an ego boost. You're like, yeah, for sure. Like, oh, that's what I look like. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but I'm just in such a conflict of not trusting any man now. So I'm like, yeah, I I that's hundred percent valid. (laughs) Yeah, I hope to I hope to one day be at a point where like I truly don't care if my nudes get out where I'm like, okay, these see my boobies. I guess after you release them yourself, that's the way to do it, right? Yeah. And the only reason I haven't released them myself is because I don't want my family to see what I look like naked. Okay, we should start an OnlyFans. Okay, actually, we've made the joke before, but <laughs> yeah, but like, if we could get funding for this podcast through OnlyFans, maybe we could get a third mic. That's all I'm saying. Ooh, is that you that can't? Piece? It, it's actually is it injured- a penis. Yes, okay. yes. Okay, actually, I can't get into this because we're already at an hour. Uh, uh, damn it! OnlyFans. Remind me next time we'll talk about OnlyFans. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think okay. I think that's I think that's all the way it's gonna be. Otherwise, it's gonna be like an hour and thirty minutes. <laughs> that is just fine. So I say we start on OnlyFans. We then go on Tinder and start pimping it out. On yeah. On we, you know, we make accounts and we talk to guys and they're like, "Oh, can I have nudes?" We say, "Yeah, if you want to fund our podcast." And we send them <laughs> the OnlyFans link. <laughs> and then we don't even do nudes on our OnlyFans. Yeah, they're just like fully clothed. You like sexy underwear pictures? I would do that. Yeah, like if my family underwear. saw that, I'd be fine. Sexy underwear pics. I actually have this dream where someday, when we don't have self quarantine, we should make a ton of spaghetti, and then wear like lingerie, drape ourselves in spaghetti, <laughs> and then that'll be our nudes. Oh like, my god, like noodles, 
And then we can use it. I don't know what for yet. But we yeah, can say, but like, we have you know, nudes. Subscribe have nudes. to our podcast and we'll send you our nudes. And then we send them that. That's dope. That's my plan. That. Thank I you. I love that. Thank okay. you. Yeah, I'm kind of a marketing genius. Uh, you really are. It's good to have that finally acknowledged. Thank you.